Hello, welcome to Newsbag again. This is episode nine, I think. I'm here with um, my lovely partner, Hannah. Hi. And uh, my lovely partner in crime, Jamie. Hello. So uh, we're the podcast that trawls around the storyscape of local news for the most interesting, dynamic and exciting stories happening around us. And then bring you some different ones. It sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds good when you say it and then yeah. listen to the podcast and realise we don't have any of them. I don't think I've ever been more impressed with you. I you do. just said that. That was good, wasn't it? That yeah. was off the cuff, is that? Is that the phrase? Yeah. Because normally you say stuff like news spine. <laughs> Actually, it's head spines. Whatever. <laughs> Correcting you. I've got off to a good start. Welcome to Newsbag, the heart of the press place to be for invigorating stories of Norfolk and sometimes other places. I got spotted. From being on Newsbag. From being on Newsbag. Did you? Yeah. Hang on, because this You is... were there. What? <laughs> it wasn't the hand who spotted you. No. So, because normally you're the one who spots celebrities around yeah. Norwich. And now I am the celebrity getting spotted. Where? So, uh, why did you say we were... I don't remember being there. You weren't. <laughs> Just no, it wasn't. Was... Oh, you're looking at me when you said that? Yeah. The spotters become the spotty, spotted. Yeah. So, spotty. me and Chris are at Becky and Kelly's from Board Games in Bed podcast. Look at oh. that lesson. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, one of your friends turned up to play another game. I was about to leave. Chris was like, this is Jamie. And your friend went, podcast Jamie. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? He seemed genuinely excited that it was me. Podcast Jamie. (laughs) This is podcast Jamie. (laughs) Podcast. uh, Yeah, so, yes, Ben, you have in fact met Jamie Riseborough from Newsbag. I feel like now when I see next to you, Ben, like, I'm going to be sad because he's not going to say that because I've already met him. Part of me is going to be like, really hope Ben says, all right, podcast, Hannah. Is that going to happen? <laughs> you missed your chance, wouldn't you? You should have saved meeting him until the podcast. Had been Can't go back in time. <laughs> also, you now met everybody, everyone I know. Yeah. It's Jamie, like can I, if I meet one of your friends, Jamie, is there any chance that I might get called mm. podcast, Hannah? <laughs> have you met Claire? Yeah, but no, obviously, so that's not happening either. Oh. Yeah. oh, Jamie, when your kid grows up and realises yeah. who his dad is, oh. I, can't I thought you were then going to say maybe he'll notice that Hannah's on the podcast. Oh, sorry, that's... you still went back. To me. <laughs> oh, even that I've taken mm. from Hannah. Jamie's a celebrity, isn't he? He's the real, he's the real uh, gem of this. <laughs> that's exciting, though. Did yeah. it feel good? It did feel good actually, because mm. I was scared about what he was about to say. Because he was like. <laughs> You should be scared because I know Ben and it could anything could have come out of his mouth. But no, it was something good, wasn't it? So I um, went to see something very exciting the other week. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever got so passionate about an Amdram performance and I love Amdram. For anyone listening would know that I love a bit of Amdram. Um, used to do Amdram. Used to do it, yeah. <laughs> Before we... Passionate. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we went to uh, so the amazing Anglia Square, which we all know and love. Um, oh, yes. And as we know, Chris mentioned, and I'm going to check in with you afterwards, Chris, because you said you were going to bring an update. So I thought Ooh. it would lead you in nicely, so just get that ready. Oh, um, But yeah, hook. so obviously there's this big thing going on at the moment, the Anglia Square, they want to redevelop it, but it's completely kind of divided the community because a lot of people say, well, look, it's just amazing. We don't want to do anything. So there's a lot going on with it. It's a dump, but a lot of, pe- a lot of people love it. <laughs> That's yeah. harsh. You were crying at the end of this show. Oh yeah, no, yeah, (laughs) I was. I feel strongly. I didn't realise. So what this? So the Common Lot, who are like a local performance group, and they get funding to do like plays about stuff about Norwich. (laughs) 
um, they took us, didn't they, on like a walk around Norwich and they started off um, in kind of in the centre and they told us the story of Anglia Square and they walked us through and I was like, it was all kind of interactive and going on the street and the yeah. finale was in Anglia Square under like the bandstand. Yeah, under and the clock. honestly, at the end, there's probably about 100 people there. Yeah, at least. Maybe more, probably yeah, more. On the whole and show. And everyone stood up, round of applause, clapping, crying, because it was so, like, everyone was like, yeah. they've never loved Anglia Square this much. It yeah, was yeah, incredible. Yeah. It was so good, wasn't it? They did songs and dance and uh, uh, scenes, I suppose. They acted out a lot of the history. And uh, I think they made clear to people that the special place that Anglia Square has in the heart of Norwich but not all of Norwich maybe any yeah like the people that grew up around here do you yeah. like Anglia Square Jamie? I love Anglia Square yes. for that nostalgia reason like, it hasn't really changed since I was about five going there <coughs> my brother absolutely hates it this is what I mean you and your brother are an example of the divided community this yeah. is it it's torn isn't it yeah Yeah. Is there anything he hates about it is it just the way it looks yeah just that overall <laughs> feel of yeah scumminess I guess yeah it is a little but bit but it's so good <laughs> yeah yeah there is a cinema uh, and now all the shops are just kind of like discount shops and oh, the cinema's closed down yeah I wouldn't say it was ever state of the art <laughs> because <laughs> even chairs are angled away from the screen <laughs> I mean you lost you lost always lost one of your shoes coming away because it's stuck to all the chewing gum and yeah. popcorn on the floor what it has got though Anglia Square is that mural and I can never say the word the mural of mural <laughs> of um, do you want yeah. to try that again and we'll <laughs> the mural <laughs> mural yeah of um, Alan Partridge that's amazing and I, like so my mum and dad came that's the first thing I showed them at hmm. the weekend Ruby and Rue came first thing I showed them like that, if I'm honest that's the main reason I don't want Anglia Square to be knocked down <laughs> it's incredible someone's drawn a massive well graffiti painting mural well mural obviously <laughs> of Alan Partridge it doesn't look anything like him <laughs> You know it's supposed to be him, partly because it's got like his headphones on. It says Radio Norwich. It's like those rubbish waxworks that used to be at Great Yarmouth, where like yeah. none of them looks like any of the celebrities. <laughs> those waxworks. Yeah. So it's good to say it says next to it Alan Partridge on it. It needs to. It has to because otherwise, look <laughs> at these Great Yarmouth waxworks. They're That's so shit. <laughs> I think it's closed now, but I used to actually be in Madame Two Swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Great Yarmouth candles. Crayons. What maxed. What? Max melted wax? Just blobs of wax on the floor. Yeah. Might be. That's how candles work, eh? Oh, they put a massive wick yeah. in uh, like in Tom Hanks. Which is a really expensive candle. <laughs> Got like an Olympic torch to light it. Yeah. And it was a big thing when they melted all the wax down. <laughs> I want to go back in time and watch that. Is this libel? <laughs> I'm not sure what's actually happened. Um, so yeah, oh, I just wanted to say well done to the common luck because I thoroughly mm. enjoyed the performance. Well done. That's and very good. not so much thanks to you because you haven't got an update. No. I'll say, but we've done quite a lot of Angus Bird. Update next time. News bag. Okay, so after that excitement, um, who wants to kick us off with some news? I will, if you want. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Right. Cool. We're all, we're all keen, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I've got mine in front of me. Yours is right there. I have to turn around to get mine. Cause yeah. I, I'm old school and I still print them out. And as always, he's left it where he has to reach yeah. and increase the chance of him knocking something over. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't done it yet. Are you ready for the headline? I feel like I'm never ready with your headlines, though. Mm. This could be anything right now. I feel like Jamie's the most unpredictable. Like, I never quite know what he's going to bring. Yeah. I think we... I don't know. Go on, what you got? Hit us. This is no ordinary promotion. This is an MS promotion. <laughs> For a second, I was like, that's going to be Norwich City getting promoted. It's not over yet. Definitely. Oh, it might be. Manland's dream job. Oh, <laughs> I hope it's a Norwich man or like a Norfolk man. A Nor- yeah, yeah, it is a Norfolk man. 
Paul Rich, do you know? Yeah. Just yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paul Rich, Paul? who lives in Kings Lynn, okay, has climbed the corporate M and S ladder <laughs> for the past decade. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hang on. You've been climbing a ladder for a decade. Because normally you do, you know, a promotion is like one rung and like nice. But what have you been doing constantly going up the... You shall find out. Can't, I wait. can't wait. I love it, Marty. Uh, yeah, so for the past decade and finally landed the ultimate promotion. So I think, the, well, CEO, he's the he's he? CEO of M&S. Congratulations. You, know, you would think that's the ultimate promotion. <laughs> but let me tell you... Bossing menswear at the retailer's biggest store in the UK is the ultimate promotion. <laughs> oh. oh, is so, that what he's done? Why Marble is he Arch in London. What? Is it? And he started off at Norwich. Started off in Norwich. Oh, wow. So bossing menswear. Just like owning, it puts it on his yeah. own. Bossing. That's what literally what it says. Bossing menswear. <laughs> Does he just look really good in menswear? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this means. Is he the? He's the new boss of menswear <laughs> at Marks and Spencer's in London. <laughs> so he's not the. He's not the model. No, he's not he's like boss, like bossing these like trunks. That was like retail lingo. He's just yeah. bossing menswear. They're trying to make it sound like edgy and cool. You know when they call like um like a sandwich artist if you make a sandwich, <laughs> yeah, it's like that like, bossing menswear. Crafted for you, boy. Yeah. Well, they do that in Lush, don't they? Boss isn't really like an an official way of bossing. saying. Yeah, well, it doesn't tend to be no. I'm the boss of. I say like menswear, menswear. <laughs> Mansfield. Menswear manager. I'd be like, yeah, yeah I'm, b- I'm bossing this if I'm winning in, like, a video game. You sort of casually say that to your manager, don't you? Yeah. You're like, boss. Yeah. yeah. You're not caught, it's not an often your title, is it? No. Is it? I don't think it is his title. Oh, uh, sorry, we've really interrupted. No, 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 it's fine. Well, so, sorry, so he hasn't gone in an interview and saying, like, ah, oh, welcome, what's it, Ben? What is it? What's his name? Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> We're good at names. He's got, welcome, Paul, take a seat. Yeah. So, I uh, hear you're here for the ultimate MLS position, are you? Yeah, if you're talking about menswear... Manager, then yes. Mesret. Oh, um, well, I think there's been a slight miscommunication that you've come in here for the... Oh. So we're looking for someone to boss. Oh. I think we chose our words quite carefully. Are you on... still up for it? You still up for the task? You still up for I it. I could boss it. Does it he no. just reckons. <laughs> See how he does, send him marble arch. He does. So have you joined me on the interview panel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm from HR. Just, <laughs> my questions were supposed to be about pensions, but I couldn't get in. <laughs> So, not only will he be managing more than 100 staff, quite a lot, <laughs> Blimey. but he may even get to influence the look of the latest men's fashion, including, of course, the staple purchase of many British male shoppers, M&S Pants and Socks. Yeah, what? Of course. Of course. <laughs> what, why is this a story? <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, how many times have we said that to Jamie? <laughs> This is this is literally why I pick these stories. <laughs> Jerry brings the non-stories. So what are we bringing then? If these are the non-stories, <laughs> so I feel like the journalist of this has also thought this isn't much of a story. So he's been like, so you're gonna manage hunch stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, we need Do you reckon something. you'll be able to like decide what clothes go in? <laughs> yeah, I might be able to. Sure, right, put yeah. that in. May even get to influence. <laughs> The takeaway you can get. I actually think it's a journalist that's come up with bossing menswear. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to be? Manager in a, in another store? What, say, will you be bossing men? I thought that this, this article went out and then the next morning, Paul, can you just go into my office? What's this I hear about you? <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. been bossing. Yeah, just to make it straight, you won't be involved in pants. Yeah. No. You will not be deciding which pants we sell. <laughs> You're not bossing anything. You're here to manage. You're here to manage 100 staff. I've seen you've been wearing a thong when you bend over. We're not just doing thongs. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a quote from Paul. 
Yeah. <laughs> Menswear is changing. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Clothes are becoming less formal as less people buy a suit for work than they used to. Yeah. We're also working with innovation in fabrics such as 360 degree stretch, oh. which allows movement in all directions. <laughs> It used to be we only did large or regular fits, but now we've got slim and skinny. So much more choice. My problem with that is, I'm yeah. pretty sure slim and skinny has been around for at least 10 years. It's not new, is it? And actually, he's, what, so he's going to a store in London. They'd have been ahead of the thing. Yeah. Anyway, if he's going to go to London, and be like, I've got a good idea. He's <laughs> at his behind the times. That's not all he's got to say. Oh, he's got more to say. Of course he has. And then there are pants and socks. <laughs> It's a massive market, said Paul. Future oh, they, sorry, that was about the suits, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, right. Yeah, the hundred, yeah. Okay, so that wasn't all on pants. No, that is on pants and socks. What the? And then there are pants and socks. It's a massive market, said Paul. <laughs> I thought he said about pants and socks. No. If you took ten men, <laughs> there would be at least three wearing our underwear. What? In the country? I think he's basically saying three in ten men wear... I think that's what he said. Thirty percent. He's trying to. He's trying to make it sound. He's trying to add a started. You know I think I'm wearing MS pants right now. Jamie, what are you wearing? I think so. There's <laughs> a lot of thought going um, on. That means he, can't check. It's actually nothing, but you can't say nothing. <laughs> he's thinking white of, stuff. I think. Um, okay, but what yeah. brand are they? White stuff. <laughs> yeah, your white stuff. Where are they from? Mm. <laughs> Cut that bit. <laughs> so you know we've got the stuff saying that. <laughs> So you know he's um, got this promotion and now, he, now he's looking over a hundred staff. Yeah. Guess how many he was looking after before that. Was this in Norwich? This was Kingsley? actually in Peterborough. So why is he in... He started in Norfolk basically. Okay. That's why this okay. is in here. Okay. So how many, so how many was he managing before? Yeah. Uh, You're thinking, cool, big promotion, a hundred people now. Yeah. How many previously? 25. <laughs> 98. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> two more, an extra two. It's worth the travel, isn't it? Now I, I bet you're all thinking, why is this a story? Yeah, still thinking. Yeah, it. yeah. Well, I've got news for you. That's the end of the story. There is nothing more. Well, right, thanks. this is. Hannah, you got, you got a story. Oh, you're just from Kings Lynn, and that's the only mention of Norfolk. Yeah, I've got a couple. Oh, yeah. I have got. <laughs> I've got a photo and I want you to describe it, Chris. Okay. I've circled a couple of things. Okay. Just to try not to draw his eye. <laughs> okay, that's the most random. Okay, there's a photo of the MS store and then clearly photoshopped in front clearly. is a man, presumably Paul. It is Paul. Um, I would love it if it wasn't Paul. It looks like he's like come out of, like he's sitting in Weatherspoon. He's just sitting in Weatherspoon. Yeah. He's got a J2O in front of him. Yeah, he's drinking a J2O, um, raising the glass and having a great time, but it's blurry. The lighting doesn't match at all. Here are the two things Jamie's. So you've got a pair of trunks and then a pair of briefs and they're just kind of floating in the air. Trunks? Do you mean um, boxes? Boxes. Well, I don't know. So they're... Swimming trunks. It's science here. And, uh, <laughs> and then I can't describe what that is. In the bottom left corner, just two pairs of girls' legs yeah, like with school, girls like school legs. socks and shoes on. Yeah. Wasn't he doing menswear? So he yeah. was bossing, bossing I girls. Mean, I didn't get that initially. And then when I read the story, I was like, that makes sense. Why is that there? Sorry, this genuinely was on the site of the yeah. EGP. <laughs> Somebody's, that's their day's work for like... What on earth is this photo? <laughs> Jamie's written that and then an arrow at the photo. <laughs> Well, I hope Jamie's got one more thing to say. Comment of the week. Get a, get a comment of the story. I've got... <laughs> it's not catching on, is it? <laughs> can't say it. I've got comments of the story this week. Oh, yes. Because there were only three and they're all gold. Oh, okay. Are you going to read them all out? I'm going to read them all out. Okay. So Curious Cat has said, suits you, sir. Oh. <laughs> 
But it isn't set. This story is okay, pants. Just go back to the photo for a minute. How easy is it to get a picture of an M&S suit? Why have they put on <laughs> just some random pants and some schoolgirl socks? Yeah. Hannah put a sock Quick in question. it. Um, just <laughs> saying, said, I just got a job once, but I didn't wear trousers like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see his trousers again? You can't see his trousers. Yeah, in that I'm photo, he, s- he sat down. And then the final one. St. Stephen Street, Simpleton. <laughs> so that is a street in Norwich. <laughs> That's where the eminence branch in Norwich is. <laughs> Man gets a job. What a great story. Well done to all at the EDP. <laughs> yes. See, th- so I was getting a bit nervous about our social media because obviously I don't, we want to start, you know, sharing lots more stories, but I was nervous that people thought we were just taking a piss, which we kind of are. But well, I think they're used to it. Like they know, yeah. they must know. I reckon journalists have a great time. They're having as good a time as us sometimes. Nearly all comments on the EDP website are like that. Yeah. yeah like Gr- this is not news. So we're not taking the piss out of Paul. Great. Co- yeah. Genuinely not. Congratulations. EDP. <laughs> So how That's did they get this lead? Did someone write into the paper and be like, ooh, got a job? <laughs> well done, Paul. Serious note. Serious note. Yeah. Congrats. News, mate. Uh, so before I gave my story, mm. snack bag anyone? Yes! It's my favourite bit. Snack bag. Favourite bit. This is the ultimate snack bag. I who I feel like Jamie picked. No, Chris picked. I haven't picked for ages. Hannah, when was the last time you picked a snack? Is it my go again? I, uh, I think it might be, actually. Is it? I think it is. It's been yeah. a while. Is that okay? Look how happy I am. Is that okay, okay that you picked is that, is that okay? <laughs> is that the rules? <laughs> Are you able? Uh, okay, and here we go. Hannah's reaching in. Okay. What's she got out of here? I think this might be the controversial one. Oh, she's... I know, well, so I know that I like these. Yep. I know that Chris likes them, but obviously it's... I, you know, Jamie, I don't know all your taste buds. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know your taste buds, Jamie. So I don't know how you're going to feel oh. about pickled onions. Oh, oh no, nice. I'm disappointed. Oh, blimey. This One is of my favourite things. Yeah! Yes! High fives all round. <laughs> happened upon the pickled Second onions. question. Is everyone all right with just eating with your hands? Because I can't yeah. be asking. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Excellent. We've got a blanket down, so just wipe your fingers yeah, on. Yeah, my nanny makes homemade pickled onions. Wow. How would you make it? A... Does she? Actually, it's just an onion, isn't it? What do you do with it? And then she puts it in vinegar. But then she puts like um, like little hot peppers and stuff in there, so they're a little bit hotter. They're so good. Oh, that's good. Do you know what I love about them? I'll do it live on air. The noise that it makes like when a thing pops open. Ready? Go on, Helen. You're struggling with the jar, yeah? You're struggling with the jar. I don't want to have to hand it to a male. It's not what we're about. It's 2019. I can't open it. I'm not going to do it, am I? Okay. Oh so no! I'm just gonna blame them. I had a clammy hand. Yeah, we got a clammy. We got a clammy hand. Come on then. Yes. Oh, that was a joy. <laughs> sound, isn't it? Oh, I can't believe I just couldn't open. Look at the smell. Look at it. Look at the smell. <laughs> Look at that. So, yeah. Pretty tart, aren't they? So you like the ginger? You like straight pickled in. onion? I love a pickled onion. Oh, I'm gonna onion. wait while I tell you my story, and you can. Mm. Alright, please crack take, on take us away with your story. Okay, so this is also from the EDP. I don't always go from the EDP, but I have done mm. this week. A rich vein. Of um, uh, what's the word for something that's information but not news? <laughs> information. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So police arrest swan on loose on A forty seven. So the police have arrested a swan. Now, oh God. before I start, like I do, I am aware that the journalist is probably just on a little joke here. Okay, it's, it might be an ironic story. Yeah, that's fine. We can do them now and again. You mm-hmm. know, we know. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say that they thought this was serious and a, police, a swan had been arrested. You never know the EDP. <laughs> exactly. My point is again, it's, it's still made the news regardless of the fact of made a joke. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so police have arrested a swan following an incident on the A47 in Norwich. Is oh. A47 that one, the main one that comes in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, busy road. Ring road. It is busy road, yeah. Uh, do you want to see the culprit? Yeah. This is him in the police van. Photo. There we go. <laughs> Just a swan. Didn't arrest him. This is him in this police van. In a minute, I'll show you. I'll just read you the story, then I'll show you the one of him being No arrested. handcuffs, no handcuffs. He's not in handcuffs. No. He well, could just fly away at any time. Do you think when the police did this, they knew, like... <laughs> Actually, no, I think the police did a tweet on it. You know how we love to use a tweet. Oh, so is this, is this where our council tax is going? <laughs> to arrest swans. Arresting swans. Actually, <laughs> so they're really attacking a seagull at the minute. Now they're arresting swans. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. So this is added, This is another bird story. <laughs> I've just realised it's another bird story. <laughs> Excuse me. Chris just sneezed on me, so... <laughs> did he spit some pickled onion at you as well? I my elbow. Yeah, this, this isn't their... Because um, they're bringing in a hawk to combat the seagull problem. Are they now like? Can I stop you? Oh <laughs> I no! Just I'm about your to foot to the table, Jamie. You've done it several times, actually. <laughs> you guys doing footsie? <laughs> yeah. I, I could say you because like, we're on the podcast. Okay, no, come on. Sorry, let me, uh... I was tapping away, and that's suddenly like <laughs> you really that's like... too far away for it to be your foot, <laughs> and, it's, and it's a foot texture. Yeah, <laughs> I'll carry on. Texture. Uh, so, officers from the Norfolk and Suffolk Armed and Rose Policing Team collected the swan from the A47 this morning before letting it free at Whitlingham Broad. It wasn't mm. a long arrest. It was. No. They said, within one hour of their shift this morning, the central team have made an arrest after being deployed to an incident on the 47 at Norwich. The suspect was re- released a short while later at Whitlingham Broad. The suspect? Look at him. So this is him being taken. <laughs> oh, they've got, that looks like deployed. police brutality, that does. Yeah, the police has got around his neck. Around his neck. Which uh, is quite thin. I never really appreciated how thin a swan's neck is. Do you know what I really appreciate about this? And hats off to the police or the UDP. Like, just the, the, blue the swan really looks like he's done something wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's looking guilty. He's looking down like, oh. Like, the guiltiest looking swan up. <laughs> he's got his head low. But what I am sad about is, that is the story. It doesn't tell you what he's done. I imagine he's on the A47. <laughs> it's just like... Causing traffic problems. But you think they put that in there? Yeah. yeah. The reason... I wonder if I've not, I might not have got the whole story to be fair I think as soon as I saw this photo of a guilty swan that was enough for me if, if I'm honest I didn't prepare any more story <laughs> no don't worry about it I saw this and I'm going back yeah. yeah I was in you don't think so if you hadn't shown me a photo there of a swan I yeah. would have thought oh they've caught like the swan the drug lord yeah like, like yeah uh, it's a short story again uh, yeah I don't know what I've got to say other this picture arrested um, swan but the reason it made me laugh is that I don't know if you've noticed but if you go on like a lot of um, police Twitter accounts now, which I spend a lot of that's, time doing. That, that's one probably has an account now. Mm. Well, this is what I mean. Like, the, if you notice, police now just really try and bring humour into their stories. Yeah. But it goes back to what we said before. I mean, it's so easy for journalists because again, they've just picked up the fact that the police have done this on a tweet, and it's a story. They've not had to do anything. Yeah, they've not done anything. Exactly, they've done it again. It's just volume, isn't it? I've got to post this on Twitter because he looks so guilty. I've got a hypothesis of what's happened here. Yeah. Someone's got a call. So, uh, oh, is that is that DCI Bailey? Is that me? Yeah, you yeah. could be that. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at looking at the logs here, and I've uh, just noticed that your arrest rate has um, <laughs> has been suffering these last couple of weeks. I just want to check, you know, everything's okay because obviously, if you are falling behind, we're going to have to have a talk about yeah, your productivity. No, it's like, actually, call just come in. Uh, got to talk to you later. He's got to make an arrest. Oh, Looks is like it? Phone down. <laughs> Later, I'll email you this picture. Do you know what I just remember? Doesn't this happen on um, Shaun of the Dead? Not Shaun of the Dead. One of Simon... No, no uh, Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. Yeah, oh yeah. He does, yeah. <laughs> they actually... <laughs> Surprised they didn't put that in there. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, the Fuzz have caught him. They could have said... Ring, ring. Hello? Hi, uh, yeah, it's your manager at the DP. I noticed you've not been doing any <laughs> stories lately. 
Oh, no, sorry. I've been working on one, actually. Um, don't, it'll be out tonight. Yeah. Right. It's a big story. Okay. It's going to... I'll wait to... Yeah. Groundbreaking. Right. Ring, ring. Yeah, is that DCI Bailey? Yes. Is that me again? Am I, yeah, yeah. Am I in the, de- am I yeah. in the, t- the yeah. second row today? Yeah, no, I'm Hello. doing it again. Hello. Now, Hello. Now, yeah, this is a journalist from the yeah. DP. Yeah, I've arrested a swan. I think we can help each other. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. Newsbag. Uh, Chris, what's in your news bag? Yeah, I'll round us off with another. <laughs> I've got a mouthful. Yeah, so security guard builds Canary's club badge out of a hundred thousand matchsticks. Ah, oh, yes. So it's taken a hundred thousand matchsticks and hours of labour with only glue and a Stanley knife. <laughs> we'll talk about hours because I've done the math. I've done the maths. So, <laughs> but a security guard from Caster has spent the close football season creating a massive model of the Norwich City Football Club badge, complete with green and yellow glitter. Stop. So is he is he security guard at the football? Just no. Is so a security guard? Doesn't work at the football club. He works in Caster. Is he doing <laughs> this job? He's working. We'll get on to that. <laughs> Good question. Always <laughs> managers not pleased, is he? If I could just show Jamie, could you describe that photo then, please? <laughs> so here we have a very nice looking chap with is he now? what initially just looks like the Norwich City badge. Might not even Might not even be made out of matches as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. He's just got a big badge. Yep. But how big? Um it's probably the size of the top half of a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Any man. Just any man. That makes about three foot tall. Look at the closest man to you and look at half of him. That's the size of this badge. I hope we're all doing that at home. (laughs) Yeah. You've gone from the table to his head there. (laughs) 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 It is big. So Phil Hampshire has been building matchstick models for almost 30 years. Ever since his passion was stoked when he created a replica of Big Ben. Brackets, the Queen Elizabeth Tower. So he's gone from Big Ben to the Norwich (laughs) Football Club. If anything, he's He's gone down. (laughs) Yes, he has. The (laughs) 56-year-old... They always put their age in. (laughs) The 56-year-old has previously built huge models of both Norwich cathedrals. Wow. Norwich Cathedral rose eight feet high and took Mr. Hampshire two and a half years to complete. And the model of the Roman Catholic Cathedral is on display in the building itself I've seen that and it is actually really impressive especially what you've seen that model that he's named yeah 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 I've seen it I want to see it now the model of Norwich Cathedral was bought by an artist in Lowersoft for do you want to have a guess so which is this the cathedral the one that you saw so there's the Roman Catholic one that's on display in the in the Roman Catholic Cathedral yeah. and then the Norwich Cathedral the main one with the yeah. spire yeah his thingy of that his model of that has been sold so how much took him two think? and a half years two and a half years a hundred thousand matchsticks so, I'm so thinking, how much would a hundred matchsticks bought if you bought them in the shop how long we'll get to that how long did he spend making it during those two and a half years I don't know it doesn't have that I've, made, I've come up with an assumption of I assumed one hour a day one hour a day 500 pounds I thought you, you just can't <clears throat> 10,000 pounds two and a half years worth of work oh, blimey would you so, pay that no I wouldn't right. be if I'm doing something for two and a half You'd expect, yeah, yeah, some sort of big return. Yeah, exactly. Well, he did do this while at work. Bear that in mind. Oh, so he has done it while he's at work. <laughs> and he's a security guard. He's not got a job. Has we'll he? get onto that. Um, it was bought for two hundred and fifty pounds. God, that's even lower than I said. <clears throat> so I worked out. I looked up how much it costs to buy a hundred thousand. Yeah, that's what was my. Okay, off Amazon, you can get them for nine hundred and eighty pounds. So he's paid. Sorry, <laughs> you can get them for ninety-eight pounds. <laughs> He's not done it well. He's not sold it. So net profit there, £152. Okay. Yeah. Now, if assuming you worked for an hour a day, which I've just realised he probably worked his entire shift doing this. So I might have to redo this. (laughs) (laughs) But if he worked one hour a day for two and a half years, that's 900 hours, which means he earned 17p per hour on this. Um, But 
as I say he's doing it for fun though isn't he I don't think it's about well, he's, yeah he's doing it for fun he's doing it to not work yep yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go with Jamie here so Mr Hampshire first began building matchstick models in 1990 to pass the time during long night shifts oh, God. if you're working 12 hour night shift that is a long time to be sat doing nothing he said I mean you're a security guard you're not supposed to be just sitting there doing nothing you're supposed to be on patrol does it area. say like yeah. what whether it was it for a shop like why is he yep so I've named it yep so his name is Paul no it's not that was my story <laughs> it's fused so his name is Phil Hampshire you right. right, Phil um, oh yeah everything's been stolen mate what yeah you what um, <laughs> did you did you see anything what do you mean stolen it's all gone my models no no no, no. all the stuff that we sell <laughs> Oh, it's been stolen. Uh, oh, because where I'm were work- you? I've joined the team again. Yeah. Where were you? He's disguised. I thought it was a tree. What is that that you've been making? <laughs> Don't worry about that. That's, my sister made that. Uh. <laughs> Do you know what my brother's friend had the best story? So my brother's friend Wayne used to work in, you know, like Corries or Comet. You know, you walk in, you normally get like a security, like someone standing at the front. And yeah. Wayne said he was stood there. And then he finished his shift. He went off and the manager was like, wait, can I have a word? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Went in and he was like, what happened, mate? He was like, it's someone stole a TV right from behind you. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and they looked back at the CT- CCTV and he's generally just stood there like this, smiling like, <laughs> and behind him this man like literally from here to you Jamie but it's just this man just taking a TV behind <laughs> oh, I know <laughs> wow I just want to raise a bit of money for a children's charity uh, the idea for a club badge began when Norwich City won promotion back to the Premier League so that was only a um, year and a bit or so ago um, part of the summer has been spent making smaller models of six of the 20 Premier League club badges <laughs> but Mr Hampshire said I lose interest quite quickly in things like your job yeah also <laughs> not that quickly yeah. I've never kept something up for longer than a week in terms of a hobby <laughs> he's been doing it for years yeah and he's made six and then he lost interest I can't years. still work how it's, out how it's made of matchsticks are just they just glue like, glue and a Stanley knife but what like stabbed into something <laughs> Maybe he's got some he's got cardboard base. Why doesn't he just paint it? Yeah. I've got a lot Did of questions. Oh, what if they're coloured matchsticks? Uh, Might be coloured matchsticks. Yeah, so he wants to, he's hoping to raise some money for a local children's charity. I don't sell my stuff, I give it all away, he said. The ideal scenario for Mr. Hampshire would be for the badge to end up on display at Carrow Road. That would be, can you imagine if he saw it? I bet they'd have it, wouldn't they? It's the sort of thing mm-hmm. that people want, like, oh, mega. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. That's Norwich City's football stadium. I don't really want it to go to a big charity, he said. I think a lot of money is wasted at big charities. Controversial, but maybe true, because they have staff and marketing, don't they? Yeah, just organisations. Yeah, diseconomies of scale. (laughs) We've got serious for (laughs) So I'd rather it go to a local charity who'll use the money properly. He added, while he would not have room in his own house to keep all his models, he enjoys going to see them on display. It's nice to see them again, he said. They're like old friends. You bet he <laughs> pays to go and see them. Yeah, <laughs> like, to see some matchsticks. Pay for entry. He's like, rocks up. See, that'll be uh, £8 to get in. Oh, sorry, I think it's misunderstanding. <laughs> I've actually made most of the uh, models. And I've brought a lot of matchsticks. I'm, I'm sorry, Phil, you're still going to have to pay. What do you mean? Look, you would be no museum if it wasn't for all my creations. Yeah. Well, have you got ID? No, I've got some matchsticks on me. Is that proof? How many? 20? Anyone could just walk in with 20 matchsticks, couldn't they? <laughs> I love what's just happened. <laughs> we didn't save him once. Thanks for that. Let me ramble on. I was on. looking at his eyes and there was fear in his eyes. <laughs> like, how long am I going to go on? I feel like they shouldn't have gone into how he does this at work because this could lose up his job. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Let, let's better not say where he works because I think 
it is now a security risk. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'd be going down there knowing that. I'm quite nervous. Also, fire risk. We've got that many matches at work, please. You know what I say about matches? Oh my god! Do you know what I say about matches? What? You make a thousand matches from one tree. But it only takes one match to burn a thousand trees. Oh wow! On that note, yeah, or at least, <laughs> at least uh, forest <laughs> fires, everything. How big the forest fire? Pretty big. A tree falls. Yeah, I don't think that's the same. If a tree <laughs> <Well>. falls, <laughs> if a tree falls, and they just point. <laughs> right, who's on headlines this week? Who's on headlines? It's me. We got a round off. It's me. I'm, uh, log- I'm just locking in. Locking in. <laughs> No, I don't. So I put that in after. Is that how we've been doing it since all of that time? I thought it was just Jamie. I thought going, I'd just give you. Thanks for that. Okay, we'll do it for real. Go on, Jamie. Bow. Oh, not ready. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to time this better. <clears throat> okay, everyone. Uh, headlines. It's now. Pig farmer's son from Wyndham. Can't say that. Is it Wyndham? Wyndham. Yeah. Wyndham. <laughs> Wyndham. Wyndham. Pig farm from blank. <laughs> Pig farmer's son from Wyndham, 55, on track to become UK's hottest. What? Ooh, bacon salesman. No. Sausage shaper. No. A farm Olympic contestant. No. I literally can't think of anything. I've just done meat related stuff. Vegan. Ooh. So I was actually going to use this as a story. It came from uh, one of my uh, colleagues at work, Josh Wicks, who's um, hopefully supplied quite a few classic stories. Mm. So this is one of them. That's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not good enough. This one was good. This one is really good. Thank you, Josh. So keep sending them in. We'll feature. Cheers, Josh. You're famous now. So uh, Mark Bearhead, who lives up to Twas Lane in Wimdham, has made it to the final in a competition to find the case hottest vegan over 50, <laughs> run by an animal welfare group. The bit that I like, he said... Well, I figured I'm 55 and quite good looking, so you might as well have a go. Have a go. Next headline, um, Norfolk Town will be invaded by what? Aliens? Bees? No. no. Flies? No. Vegans? No. Old ladies? No. One more guess. Plumbers? No. Pirates? What? Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, from Monday, August the 12th, 35 business- businesses in Thetford will be flying the Jolly Roger by taking part in a treasure trail around the town oh. as part of the Pirate Festival. Apparently, <laughs> who knew, Thetford has a Pirate Festival. <laughs> we needed another reason to visit. Yeah, that's the story right there. And next week's podcast will be from the Pirate Festival. <laughs> Live from the Pirate Festival in Thetford. We've got to stop making false promises. <laughs> next headline. Bow. A pleasure to see a what? Gates at beach that were blocking access are removed. But, uh, pleasure to see the sea again. No, but it, yeah, sure it was as well. Taking Sand. action. What would you be pleased to see? Ice cream. Yeah, no. Beach. No. no. Nudist beach. Obviously an angle grinder. <laughs> what? <laughs> Went from nudist beach to that. Mm. Yeah. So this fisherman, I read about the story in the week, it nearly again became one of my stories. A uh, fisherman um, at the beach, and I can't remember which beach it was, somewhere in Norfolk. He put up his security fence because he wanted to keep his fishing and he owned some of the land. But like people were furious because it, when they turned up to, turn to go to the beach one day, there was just the gate and they couldn't get down to that bit of the beach. So it was like a popular beach. Council and he just stepped in. They were like, sorry, David, you can't just, <laughs> you can't just put a, you can't a, gate. Put a gate up. Um, <laughs> Good. You've got to at least take away the bit of the gate that's yours. And so everyone was like angry, turned it one day, angle grinder there. And they were really chuffed. Thank you, Hannah, for fantastic headlines. And thank you for listening. If you are. Well, if, probably are at this point. If you uh, have enjoyed listening to these stories, why not send in your own one? And we will feature the best ones. How can they send us the stories, Chris? You can send them into our... Twitter or Instagram. Twitter or Instagram, yeah, at Newsbag Podcast. Or you can even email us at... Hannah? 
newsbagpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe if you've not already so you can be informed when the latest stories break. And that's it, folks. Our news bag is empty. And so is our pickled onion jar. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. to google what an angle grinder is what, is it like a uh, what is it drill it's sort of like a circular saw type thing oh, that right. can cut through metal